0: Yeah! A Friday edition Slee, no less. It's back-to-back Fridays for us. This is basically, I think, how everybody would like to spend their Friday. No, a little so, this Travis is, and Slee, yeah, a little is, uh, kind of baseball.
1: Of Lots going on! Kind of our night, you know what I mean? Like, people, uh, a lot of people pre-party, a lot of them pre-party listening <laughs> to this show first, and then they go out and they rage. By the way, in that yes. promo that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Morales has put together, uh, a friend here, Greg Bergman, uh, looked... Looked shocked there about the bacon is overrated and well,
0: Lo- Laura also said in my ear during that she goes, I can't believe he it's said overrated. That. It's, no, it's, it is,
1: it is overrated. It, it, but okay, let's, in, let me, let me just get back to this. I am so happy to have Greg stick with us till nine o'clock tonight because I can tell <laughs> he's not going to finish his point for probably two hours. It could
0: take him two I, hours I, to get his point in. I heard Greg's voice a second ago <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing here? And I it blew me away that he was here on a Friday night. So I, that's good news.
2: I can't believe that Alan. You don't like bacon? What is wrong it's, with it's, the, it's, it's, look, it's okay. Hold on, hold on. Before okay. he gets a
0: chance to answer that, I need to say something. Sleaze food takes are arguably the most... <laughs> awful things i've ever heard come out of anybody's mouth on the radio in my life <laughs> but that is like the tip of the spear who doesn't love bacon some, is some, overrated
1: some good dry turkey huh
0: <laughs> yeah so on so oh, oh, nice turkey nice turkey sandwich um, it's, it's just the underrated lost. food if bacon is overrated i asked him okay then what's underrated in your opinion what deserves more love that doesn't get it kale turkey
1: Oh, I want some. I want some delicious dry turkey.
0: Like turkey is <laughs> one of those things you get because everything else is not very good. Just fine. Just give me the. Okay, turkey, Greg. Whatever. Here's
1: here's the reality. Th- this is the deal with bacon. It's talked about as if people are eating bacon all the time. All right. Uh, when you go to a, a sandwich spot or something like that, is it like a? Are you getting a BLT sandwich every time? I'm going to get a sandwich, but I'm going
2: to get bacon on that sandwich. You get you, bacon Greg. on it, but it's Thank not you, like Greg.
1: the world's not going to end if it's not on it.
0: No, it, it it's a lot. The world's a lot better. How if many the bacon pieces? Exactly. On. How
1: many pieces of bacon can you actually have in the morning if you have some eggs, some toast, and six? Easy, six easy <laughs> okay, for sure. First, first of all, first of all, Travis, I believe the six. Okay, you're, <laughs> not-, <laughs> <laughs> you're not having six, Greg. Oh
2: no,
0: no, you're not I, having
1: six. You don't Greg, know that you'll eat six. right? Oh, yeah.
0: six is easy. That's like and a, if normal, there's no, that's a regular if there's thing. There's no potatoes on that plate. If I'm if I'm channeling my oh, guy yeah. Chris Morales, we talked, may go eight or nine.
2: Greg, have you talked to Morales lately? The two pounds of bacon he eats every day.
1: Pounds. It's too much of bacon a day. Morales is putting down.
0: He looks good, but he he keeps that, telling me he feels that good, can't but be I sustainable.
1: Like that cannot be a sustainable thing that you're going to take made down. It two and
0: a half months. Coffee that's, that's and, pretty damn sustainable. If it works, it works for him. I don't know what else to say about it. His funeral's going to be catered by Oscar and, Meyer and huh? bacon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sleeve, you need to do this for like a, a month. I want you to eat two pounds of bacon a day. Just why to do you see want to kill them? Can you
1: can you can you imagine? By the way, bacon. Look, I'm not saying that bacon's awful. I'm just saying it's you know it gets a little extra hype sometimes. It gets a little hype sometimes. I, I want to go. Rightfully I want to go back so. to
0: something. I want to go back to something we said at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and that is uh, you. You brought up the words pre-party, Slee. Yep. Were you a pre-party guy? Were you the guy that showed up to the party with? properly lubricated and ready to go? Or were you the guy that showed up and you needed an hour or so to kind of get with the program?
1: No, I, I think the pre the pregame's important. The pregame's kind of key, right? Back in the days, you definitely had to have, you know, just get a couple drinks. Get going. Like Travis likes to have two hot dogs before he actually starts his meal. Like they're that's, called
0: appetizers. Travis will
1: grill two dogs before the actual. <laughs> well, all the if other we're gonna, food starts. We're he talk already about had two this, hot dogs. Let's
0: make sure that we're accurate. I don't grill two <laughs> hot dogs. I grill an entire pack of hot dogs and whoever would like to have them is welcome to them, but they're not part of the main course. They're just there to, to, to you know, prime the pump, so to speak. Great. To that's just being a good host. Okay. I'm
2: not seeing the problem
0: Thank you, here. Greg. Just, just do
1: me a favor. Just yes. be honest with me on this. I, always. You can have two hot dogs Hot dogs before you start eating the rest of your before you can kind of start the main course. He's eating two hot dogs as if they're uh, I don't know I don't even know a good example. Okay. Like he Hold just on, had let a me, veggie platter or something. Let me, let me paint the
0: picture, <laughs> Greg. Here's here's what's yeah. going to happen. Let's say let's say we're having a, a party at the Rogers household. Okay. Okay. And That'd you be, show how, up. And, how great, oh, would, hey, that Greg, how great would that How great would that be? see you. And you come over and I say, what can I get you to drink? And you say, I'd love a beer. I said, all right, come on out in the back. And I open the cooler and I hand you a nice cold beer because they've been on ice since about 9 o'clock that morning. And they're just perfect and they're ready to go. And then you see a little smoke coming out of the grill. And I open the grill and there's just a few hot dogs sitting there. And I said, Greg, you want a hot dog? you going to say no? No, I'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? It's sure, an and then maybe an hour, hour and a half later, then we're going to put some steaks and some chicken and some salmon or whatever else we're going to put on that grill, and then we're going to have a meal. But I'm not going to have you go without eating anything for a couple hours.
2: No, this sounds we're, like a party. This that's sounds not, great. That's not See? the story.
0: What, what, uh, so what just, Wait,
1: what he just set up. Yes, okay, that sounded great. That sounds fantastic, that's not what he set up. We had a conversation. He was trying to compare how Kershaw warms up before a game to him having two hot right. dogs before he actually starts eating,
0: <laughs> I mean <The> that's, bull- <laughs> a, that's a bit of a weird
2: comparison. But the bullpen right,
0: session before you go out and pitch is the two hot dogs, and then when you throw the first pitch of the night with a real batter in there, that's the first. And bite my point is,
2: it's the equivalent. I, mean,
0: of, I get
1: it. It, it. My point is, it's the equivalent of Kershaw throwing his best stuff in the bullpen. I'm saying how no, can but you have the hot have, dogs? Not the best th- stuff. Right, that's the, the hot hot point. Dogs don't but how can you have two hot dogs and then get started with your meal easily? I mean, Travis is a different Travis. class. Travis.
2: He's in a different class. I give respect to what, <laughs> what he calls an appetizer. So I'll tell you this. When I go to the ballpark and I'm going to... And I'm gonna eat. I, I sit down, the first thing I get is a hot dog. I love right. it. I get a hot dog and I fill it up. And then after that, then I'll go get nachos or a burger or I'll get something else. I get more food after the hot dog.
1: Okay, the first thing you get at Dodger Stadium, right. what is it? It's, a, it's dog? a Dodger dog. It's a beer yes, and so a Dodger course. dog. Trav wait, I thought we talked about so you said a beer and, and uh and peanuts.
0: No, no, a beer and a dog to start. And the peanuts, sure, it. you get the peanuts too, that because those long. are gonna kinda of nibble on throughout the game. That, uh, that's that's just kind of love the through the matter of the fact.
1: I love the matter of fact. And that, then was, you're
0: going to have, like, see, hot dogs are your opening act. It's the it's before the game starts. It's before the anthem. Then you'll have a beer or two, and then maybe you'll get something slightly more substantial, maybe a helmet nachos, something like that. When and it's, then you can move on to when, a, when it comes, a carnation malt or a kula Koo, all When it comes to
1: food, get. amateur hour over here. You, yes. <laughs> Trav is a veteran in the game. He's got his black belt on everywhere he walks. I mean, the dude knows what he's talking about. It's a size forty-eight
0: black belt, by the way. There
2: is not one person at this station I trust more about food than Travis. Than Travis Rogers.
0: Okay, can I mm. throw this in there, though, Greg? And I appreciate the, the the support on that because I think I've got a pretty good feel for it too. Keyshawn's better at it than I am
2: oh he's good at making it,
0: it but he know but he knows how to put things together too now he's a little healthier than I am he, yeah he but that's a big difference choices. between
1: you and him you're gonna do like you're not paying that close attention Keys probably paying very close attention
0: Although when I saw him a couple of weeks ago, no one was paying attention. It, it was full steam. I've never had more calories in a three-hour window in my entire life. It, it was, was you,
1: Key, and Morales
0: and Morales, and even Chris went off of the all-bacon diet that day. He 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 dabbled in some things that were he fell off not the deep good. end, huh? But he had some bacon, right? There was
2: some bacon in there
0: for him. So what's okay? Since we're on this theme, what's the pre-party, Slee? You're going to come over to my house. It's the same party I just described Mm -hmm. to Greg. Okay, I tell you to show up at say four o'clock. Okay, we're going to eat hot dogs at four twenty. Jesus, we're going to have steaks at like six thirty. Okay, if I tell you to get here at four o'clock, are you going to be just here at four o'clock with nothing, or you going to have a glass of wine? What are we doing here before you get to my house? 4 o'clock, first of all,
1: pregame, I, I didn't know pregame started at 4. Well, if, if I'm showing up to your house at 4, that means what, I'm pregaming at 2? Sure. <laughs> just different level, Travis. I mean, honestly, is it a different level when it comes to the drinks and the eating? So let me just say, if I'm coming to your let's say you and I, you say, Al, come to, come to my house. There's a great boxing match on tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever's fighting, you're going to come over. I'm going to come over Logan around 8 Paul. o'clock. Logan Paul. Yeah, that's the, the one. That's the one the only, Jake Paul. Unless
0: he's fighting Mike Tyson, those are the those are the boxers I know. And, uh, and Tommy Hearns. Let's
1: say I'm coming to your house at 8, 6 o'clock. I'll probably be a bourbon and a half deep to two bourbons. Perfect. That's a perfect. That's good. Love that. Feeling good by the time I'm over at Travis's.
0: That's a good that's way to preview. do it. This might be our greatest segment in the history of uh, the Travis and Slee show, by the way.
1: Travis, Slee, and, and Berg.
0: And Greg and Laura, Laura and Curtis. in the mix, Curtis. got a whole thing going on. Greg's got one foot out the door, doesn't he? He's I, ready I to do, go. I do. I'm going to get <laughs> out of here, but you guys have a great show. <laughs> All right, Greg, thanks he was for talking. In. By the
1: way, he was asking me if uh, if I played uh, Mortal Kombat back in the days.
0: Oh yeah, see, okay, you know this this is but this then, but then for he for said, asleep. did you
1: watch the movie or would you watch the movie? I'm like, absolutely, I'm not going to watch the movie, but back in the day, some Mortal Kombat, some Street Fighter. I mean, those were. Some fantastic I've, games back in the
0: day. I am a little bit older than you, and my video game sweet spot was like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong and Asteroids and all the like the original like the console 40s, games, right?
1: Like right around the. Say that again. The mid forties, like, the... <laughs>
0: yeah, well, like early fifties. I like to think of it, <laughs> but I remember begging my mom and dad for quarters to go play Pac-Man in like the Denny's lobby. Come on, come on, please. Can we please? Come on. Just two more quarters, please. You
1: know where I would get, Uh, I, I'd lose all my money. The, uh, what's it called? The claw. Trying to get in. Oh and get yeah, stupid. Yeah.
0: But lose you, all my money okay. there. But what were you trying to get? Like, there's nothing good in there the There was claw.
1: nothing. It had nothing to do with what I was winning. It was just like the concept and the science of trying to win. And it was so, that game was so incredibly, um, against you right like the chances of winning was were rigged. so impossible yeah i just like just throwing quarters in as in i'm a, as if i'm at a casino
0: i think all the prizes inside the claw machine have been super glued together so you can't actually just grab one of them if you get a hold of one it lifts up the entire thing and it won't drop into the little shoe Trav,
1: there'd be times where the claw wouldn't even open i'm like what the hell is this where am i where am i here <laughs>
0: Yeah, but those were always at like Shakey's or Pizza Hut or wherever you'd go after the oh, yeah. league there'd always be a claw machine and uh what, what was the name of that game that you'd drive the car you had the steering wheel and the gas uh, su- not soup pit stop did you ever do mm. pit stop
1: no I didn't do pit stop what was it I think all of them ended up being uh Mario Kart by the time uh Mario Kart I was in
0: college by the time Mario Kart came around but not not that I didn't play I certainly dabbled in a little Mario Kart here and there. All right. so A lot lot
1: going on in the sports world right now.
0: Well, well, eh, Who cares? We can get to to some of that a little bit later on. I'm looking at the Dodger game right now. Tatis is on base to start the game. We'll talk about the Dodgers and Padres. We're going to talk about AD finally getting back on the court last night. we got a whole bunch to get to, and we're going to
1: start right there. Big game tomorrow, too, by the way, Laker fans.
0: Very big game tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're going to touch on all that. We're going to start with AD. And did we see what we needed to see from him yesterday? That's coming up next.
2: splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely
0: that's my story Slee, and i'm sticking to it they don't really count i
1: don't blame you by the way um let's see what we have here let me read this one off
0: i know which one it's going to be i like it too go ahead
1: Ah, uh, Francis yes. in uh, Glendale <laughs> says, "What Trav doesn't reveal is that before those six slices of bacon for breakfast, he also has two to three slices of a warm-up bacon."
2: <laughs> I didn't know there was it's a,
1: a warm-up bacon. But I could see that. I could see you while you're making the first batch. Um, Maybe you're putting them to the side. You're cooking up some more. And I could see your hand. And it, there's a lot going on, let's just say, before uh, before it's time to eat.
0: I usually am the guy that makes the bacon in the morning on mm-hmm. Saturdays or Sundays. Mm-hmm. And let's just put it this way. There's five people in my family. And everybody gets two slices except for one person. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. If they want more than oh, the two, geez. they need to get up earlier and they can make the bacon.
1: Listen, just, guys, see, we have an 18-pack. All right? <laughs> I don't want to hear any excuses. You guys all get two, you guys share two, and then I'll get the rest.
0: (laughs) That's about right. That's about how it goes. Good morning, Uh, family. Francis had another one, too. Hot dogs Mm -hmm. are like that time in the NLCS when the Brewers had a reliever pitch the first inning before the real (laughs) starter went on the bump. Hashtag analysis. Yep, that's about right. All right, listen,
1: listen. Hit us up on Twitter at Alan Sliwa at Travis Rogers. It's at Travis Rogers, right? It sure. is. Yeah, okay, at Travis Rogers. If you guys want to be a part of the show, as we just get started here talking Lakers basketball, Lakers coming off that loss yesterday against the uh, um, the Dallas Mavericks, we're gonna talk Anthony Davis. So if you want to chime in on what you thought of Anthony Davis's first performance in 30 games, eight seven 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 ten ESPN.
0: What did you make of that, Slee? Because I was. Uh, it was exactly what I wanted other than the result, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it would have been nice if the Lakers won and increased that lead to three and a half games, but, or I guess it would have been four and a half games at that point had they won the game. But, um, it, it was exactly, he, he ran up and down the court, he looked like himself, he fell down a lot, which is what he does, and he got up a lot, which is good news. That was really all I was looking for in that first game. What about you?
1: Um, you know, I, I I think for me, if you look at the stat line and you see the two of ten, you see four points, you see four uh, four rebounds, a, a steal and a block shot, all of that you can look at. I didn't pay any attention to that. The the thing I was trying to walk away with most yesterday, by the way, played 17 minutes all in the first half. Does Anthony Davis look like he's thinking about an injury that that kept him out for 30 games? Does Anthony Davis not look like he's 100%? Does Anthony Davis look uncomfortable with being out on the court? Those are only really things I paid attention to because the reality is his AD is that 2 of 10 that he shot yesterday – um, he'll probably take 15 shots tomorrow and he'll probably shoot 50%. And then mm-hmm. the following game, he might take 20 shots and he'll probably go 12 to 20 or 13 to 20. So I didn't care about what the stats looked like. I cared and love the fact that Anthony Davis looked very, very comfortable being out on the floor for the Lakers, and that's obviously the only thing that should matter.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. It it was all about how did it look, not the results of it. I mean, it it is weird to think that Anthony Davis could play 17 minutes in an NBA game and only score four points. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was even possible just because he's such a good player, but who really cares, right? If they get the game tomorrow and they play Dallas again tomorrow, and they go out there and win again, and the lead goes back up to three and a half, and at that point they have 12 games left, they're in a really good spot. They're in a really good spot because, to your point, Sleep, he's going to be better tomorrow than he was yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's going to be better in Orlando. He's going to be better in D.C. He's going to start to get back into what it is that he does. He's too good of a player not to. The only part is the injury. Um, it, it's, the result last night was completely irrelevant almost, and, it, and it's a weird deal because this whole season has been a weird deal. That once he went down and once LeBron went down, it just became the thing you could say out loud, which was, hey, it doesn't matter until the playoffs. But even coming into this season, there was kind of this whisper undertone thing of, look, it doesn't matter if the Lakers are the first seed. It doesn't matter if they're the third seed. As long as they're in the playoffs and by the time they roll around, those two dudes are 100 percent, it's fine. That's what it's felt like all season long.
1: And Trav, it's, it, it. You know, we don't say that loosely. Um, I know I've brought this up to Michael in the pregame show. And ideally, you want to have. You know, you want home court advantage. That's that's that could be a obviously a, a great asset to have as you start your journey for going back to back or whatever the case is. With the Lakers, it's different only because. We've seen them do it before. There's a lot of other teams that have not done it before. The Utah Jazz, the regular season should be important for them. The Phoenix Suns, the regular season should be important. Maybe for the Clippers, they're going to make the case that, no, it doesn't matter for us either. We're just going to make sure our players are healthy. Um, Lakers have never been in a position this season where the regular season was going to be the most important thing. Now, I, I say that. Lakers got a game tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks. That one's a little more important. Doesn't it – by the way, doesn't it feel like for the first time since LeBron and Anthony Davis went out, now these games are starting to feel – there's some drama to these games a little bit. And I I don't know about you. I was doing the post-game show yesterday, and I'm like, this is a good feeling. Like, I just saw Anthony Davis play 17 minutes for the Lakers. I I don't have to, you know, just talk about role players the rest of the time. And you feel – as all these matchups that the Lakers have had against good, either in the West or the Eastern Conference, there was nothing you could take away from the game because if you play the Utah Jazz three times a season and LeBron and AD are not in it for two of those matchups, what are we going to take away from the game? What does it mean? I I feel between now and the rest of the season, especially with AD coming back, it kind of starts tomorrow against Dallas. Some of these games I think are going to have a little bit more meaning to them.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so because it's more fun when there's meaning involved in them. But here, here's the rub. All right, let's play this out. Let's say tomorrow night yep. they lose again. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now all of a sudden it's one and a half games. Yep. I, are you sweating it? Because I'm not. I mean, it's it, it gets to that point where we're like, okay, let's just. So let's, I, wh- I'd rather not. Wh- what would not we
1: What would we be sweating? Tell me, tell me, because I I I think sweating
0: falling into the seventh and having to go into that playing round.
1: So what do you think about that?
0: I think it's something you'd rather avoid than have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I, I put it to you this way. If you said to me right now, Trav, the Lakers are going to be the seventh seed. They're going to mm-hmm. have to play in that play-in thing. I'd say fine. I, I wouldn't be like the the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Sleek, especially a short series, especially with two guys coming off of injury issues – I don't. I, I, if we can skip it, I think it's important to skip it. If it doesn't happen, fine. It's not the end of the world. But I'd like to stay out of that.
1: So, I, listen. I, I think you you said it as cautiously as you possibly can, in the sense of you're not worried about it. But yeah, it'd be nice to avoid it because you just never know what ha- what happens in a plane tournament. So, to answer your question of, if they lose tomorrow, is it that big of a deal? Portland and Dallas are two and a half back of the Lakers, mm-hmm. all right? We're still not sure when LeBron James is going to come back. We we will play something from Dave McMenamin that was uh, a little bit earlier that kind of describes what that time frame looks like. I'll just say this. If you do care about not being in the playing tournament, I think tomorrow is a big game, okay? I I, I think... That you still have, before the season ends, you still have Denver, Clippers, Portland, Phoenix, New York. You still got some playoff teams that you're going to have to face before the season ends. Right. Um, so if you don't care about the being in the playing term, if you don't care that the Lakers would could, could potentially fall into seventh place then I don't really think you care about any of these games in the regular season. I think you're hanging on the mantra of, as long as we're healthy, who cares what happens?
0: Yeah, let let me paint a picture here about something that could happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I don't think anybody that's a Laker fan or a basketball fan can tell me that this isn't a possibility. Right now, the Golden State Warriors are the 10th team, Mm -hmm. okay? They're 29 and 30. They're under 500. Um, They're the 10th team. and and just I think I know where you're going on this one. You, you exactly mm-hmm. do, right? Steph, all of a sudden, starts channeling that thing that he had going for the last two weeks. And he goes in there in that against the number nine team and beats them, okay? And let's say Dallas and – or the Lakers and Memphis are the 7-8. And the Lakers beat Memphis – or I should say they lose to Memphis, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a knockout game. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a situation – you mean to tell me that Steph Curry can't have one of those nights where he scores 50 and beats you by himself? Of course he can It's unlikely, but it's not a 0%. That's why it's better to just miss it and give yourself that opportunity to, you know what, I got seven games. If we have a bad night, fine. If we have two bad nights, not a big deal Mm -hmm. because with AD and LeBron healthy, ready to go, you're not going to beat me four times in seven nights.
1: So I I don't think the Lakers are going to end up being in this playing tournament. I don't. Um, And frankly, if they were in the playing tournament, and let's just play out the scenario that you just mentioned – then you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. If you lose two in a row when all you need is one, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis are there, then you know that's a Lakers problem. It's it's not a... Hey, but
0: let, let me stop you right there, though. Mm-hmm. So let, Let's just say, let's just play this out. If, if in December, mm-hmm. the Lakers lost back-to-back games to Memphis and Golden State, you wouldn't say, ah, the Lakers are... You know, they, they blew it. It'd be like, yeah, it's just one of those things that happened because... It's one of those things that happens. (laughs) It does.
1: It does, but in May your thought process going to be a lot different than in December. Like the, the team that you'd see the Lakers roll out the ball against, remember those games they had, I think three straight games at home was like, I want to say back-to-back against Detroit and Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Did they go into overtime in all those? I, I yeah, think it was like three it was,
0: overtime games in a row. It was right? something
1: like that, right? Yeah. And we're sitting back and it's like, well it can happen, it's this, <laughs> making every excuse possible. If that was in May, that's not going to happen. So I, I'm just going to play this. I don't think they're going to be in the playing tournament, alright? Um, I think that Portland and Dallas are two teams, especially Dallas, that are unreliable and will do enough to to kind of trip up on themselves to keep themselves in that position. Portland's lost three games in a row, just lost one against Denver. That's without Jamal Murray. So it's not like the teams behind them are just running through the league and are playing their best basketball. So I think that has something to do with it. And here's the reality, Trav. Yesterday we got a chance to watch Andre Drummond, Dennis Schroeder, KCP – Mark Keefe, Kyle Kuzma, Anthony, the Lakers just with AD, don't count LeBron yet, just with AD, they're better than half of the Western Conference, right? Yeah. Or I would say 70% of the Western Conference they're better than. It's just a matter of getting AD kind of, you know, get, get this guy a couple of games before he becomes AD. <sighs>
0: I want to say that that's true. Uh, Anthony Davis got out of the playoffs one time as the best player on his team. One time he got out of the first round. Correct. That's that's not a small sample size.
1: Understood, but this is still regular season. It's not playoffs. LeBron's coming. I think the supporting cast he has is uh, a really, really strong supporting cast. So with all that in mind, Trav, I get what happened in New Orleans. Since New Orleans, he's been playing with LeBron for almost two years. He's on a championship-quality team. So I, I do think it's not apples to apples.
0: Operative phrase played with LeBron Mm -hmm. in those two years that's the part that scares me a little bit all right it's already happening against Lee uh Will Myers just hit a home run to tie the game at Dodger Stadium it's one to one in the top of the second inning and this looks like this is going to be another very tight game so four games in two games apiece how important is this series and is there anything the Padres could do to make you think maybe the Dodgers don't have this thing on lockdown that's coming up next 710 ESPN Already have a full slate of Ask sleeves ready for us. By the way, Trav, I'm going
1: to mix it in a little bit. I'm going I'm to yeah. some of the ones I get. Okay, I'm going to throw it your way too. Excellent. See if you got you know get a different angle on this.
0: <laughs> I, I, I bet I do. <laughs> I think I probably do. All right, here. This is not an Ask sleeve, but it's it's sent to both of us, and it's okay. from uh, Scotty. It says. Do you change your own winter tires to summer tires, or do you pay a man to do your work? Um, Scotty, where are you texting from, or where are you tweeting from? We live in Los Angeles.
1: I've been driving a 68 Chevy (laughs) for 14 years, and uh, I put that engine together myself.
0: Winter tires? I swear to you, I had no idea that such a thing exists. I've had summer tires
2: for three years three
0: years why would three. you ever have something that isn't summertime They're, i've had t- spare so
1: tires for a year and a half here,
0: here's That's something you do. you do on the east coast mm-hmm. you have tires mm-hmm. here right you go to wherever you go to get your tires you go to sears or wherever it is you buy your tires and you say give me tires and mm-hmm. they say cool and they put them on your car and you drive out if you live in california in la san diego the general area that we are all in they don't say would you like winter tires sir sir because uh, th- let me let me just uh, go back let it
1: doesn't me, snow here let me go back to the question there's nothing more that I like to do than in the middle of July get under a hood and <laughs> well, just if you're start getting under working the hood to fix the tires Even and I just tires and just start working on my car <laughs> Just I, I just love it. Absolutely I, love it.
0: I see you and I have different opinions on some things, but I have a feeling you and I are kind of in lockstep on this one. Um, this the, Here's the extent of the things I know how to do with my car. Put gas in it. Done. That's the end of my list. And you go to Valvoline. Everything else that my car needs when it starts making that noise, I drive it up to the guy and say, hey, it's making that noise. I am so terribly vulnerable. Yeah, you're um, – Your money penny belt is uh, loose, and your flex capacitor is down on flex um, capacitor.
1: This dude uses flex capacitor. That's (laughs) such a good term to use. How many? What did you use that last time for? It's
0: on on the uh, washing machine. I think it is. (laughs) Oh, by the way, he came back today. It's fixed. It's officially fixed.
1: (laughs) This guy used flex capacitor on his washing machine story, and then a car (laughs) story too. Anything
0: that involves moving parts has a flex capacitor. That's just science. I'm
1: waiting for you to say my laptop wasn't working. I take it to Apple, and they say it's the flex Uh, capacitor.
0: perfect example and if they told me that i'd say all right how much is that going to cost so and what are we you gonna know do? by the way have you ever have,
1: have you ever you know we're, since we're talking about tires have you ever had to put on chains have you ever gone up to big bear lake arrowhead any of these places and and uh, require chains
0: i've lived four places in my life you ready yeah but
1: big bears two hours away
0: i've, I've lived in four places in my life okay i've lived in los angeles mm-hmm. phoenix uh-huh. santa barbara and houston those are the four places i've lived do you think i've ever put chains on my car
1: let me tell you something. <laughs> I've gone up to, and this is, you know, you still live in Cali, you still live in Southern California. Big Bear's two hours away and they'll have uh-huh. a, a snowstorm like no tomorrow. And they tomorrow. have
0: a guy right at the base of the mountain that'll do it for you.
1: Bro, I am that guy, <laughs> no question about it. I'm the one actually even buying chains at the bottom of the <laughs> mountain where they're like, are you serious? You couldn't even figure that part out? Nope. Take the chains, there's my guy. How do you want this? Cash, credit, whatever it is. And and just think about the way they are just $40 every car. Some of them are selling them. Some of them, you yeah. get up that far and you don't even have chains. They're selling them right there.
0: Well, it's either that or drive off the side of the road. That doesn't sound like a... $40 sounds better than
1: Curtis, that. you take me as somebody that knows how to put chains on a car, on a tire.
2: I haven't had to do it, but I do know how. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Nothing, like for me, I like to work on my car, but these days, like... When it's time for an oil change, I go to Valvoline and do it because I don't want to do it myself anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. If working on a car means going to get a car wash and going through the actual car wash <laughs> thing, that's me working on my car. Like yeah. I could grab the vacuum, get the, you know, get the mats, and then call it a day, and I'm walking away as if I just put together a Tesla.
2: Can you call, add the air, air pressure to the tire, though?
0: Call the guy. That's, the, that's how you get things fixed. Call the guy. I remember. And if that makes me something less than a man, I'm perfectly comfortable me, being less than l- a man. Let me say this. Call God. The guy. God
1: bless my dad, all right? But back in the days, I remember this guy telling me, and this is, you know, a Middle Eastern family where they're all accustomed to owning their own small business, whatever the case is. I remember my dad telling me one time, he goes, You know what? You and I should open up a mechanic shop. I'm like, <laughs> Dad. What are you talking about? You don't know how to change oil. I don't know how to change oil. What the hell are we going to do with a with a mechanic shop? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to just get a freaking degree and figure this thing out.
0: <laughs> degree in oil mechanicry. Yes, yeah, something is like that. Is that what you call it? Something I think that's like what that. it is. All right, so the Dodgers and the Padres, bottom of the second, games tied at one. Uh, Dodgers got one in the top, bottom of the first, how, San Diego tied up top, the, top of the
1: second. How great have these matchups been? Like, this is not normal, Trav. I mean, this, you tell me, you're the baseball guy. Is it normal that we're sitting here in April and there was a lot of hype between these two teams? And it's lived beyond the hype. And we're in the first month of baseball. This has been amazing so far.
0: This is the exact opposite of what we were talking about with the NBA, where these games feel wildly important, despite the fact that they're really not. Hmm. That The Dodgers and Potters have split four games so far this season. This one's a tie game. It's still very early, but we'll see. It, yeah, I look, you put these two rosters down on paper, they're probably two of the three or four best teams on paper in the league. The Dodgers are are the best by a comfortable margin, I think. But that doesn't mean that they're typically going to win more games. Except for this team, feels like it's in a very different place. Now they're going through some weird stuff. Bellinger's hurt, Lux is hurt, Taylor's mm-hmm. hurt, McKinstry's hurt. They have uh, Mookie's missed a bunch of time too. So they're in a weird spot. But they're going to they're going to win more games in the Padres. They're just they just have better pitching. I, I don't think that's players. a question.
1: Yeah, I I don't think that part's a question. It's the head to head that's interesting.
0: Yeah, and, and quite honestly, you look at these head to head through the first four. It would You'd be hard-pressed to say that the Dodgers are better head-to-head by a lot. They're better, but it's not by the margin that you would think of coming into it. And I, what, what I think is interesting is that the Dodgers have pushed back a little bit on the whole, you know, it's a rivalry thing. But Justin Turner was talking about the 19 World Series games, which we mentioned a million times. Right. Clayton Kershaw's chirping at guys. Mookie's mm-hmm. pounding his chest. Clearly... They're invested in this. Clearly this means something to them. So don't listen so much to what they say, but listen to how they how react. They act. And yeah. These games are obviously important to them. This is the way that they're responding
1: Th- to it. This is what I take out most from this series so far between the Padres and the Dodgers. Um, there's no question about it that the Dodgers are the best team in Major League Baseball. And there's also no question about it that the Padres, yeah, you can get up for games against the Dodgers, be 2-2 two and two through four games. Great great game going on right now, 1-1, Kershaw-U-Darvish going uh, uh, on the mound. But the reality is if you're the Padres – you can't just get up for these games against the Dodgers you got all these other games in between and if you're 11 and 10 through the first 21 games you have a disappointing start for you know where most people thought you would be but your matchups against the Dodgers you should feel good about because these have been good close games that could have gone either way
0: the Dodgers have that thing where and the Lakers were like this last year too and the really good laker teams in history were really good at this they beat the you know what out of the teams they're supposed to beat the mm. you know what out of they just okay. We're not messing around with this. When good, good but that's, teams, important, Tra-
1: Trav, but that's, a, that's important, But that's that's a key key. You know what they say that the cliche of um, teams find good teams find ways to win, bad yep. teams find ways to lose. That's yep. that's critical.
0: It's very, and they don't mess around in those games too. The, the Dodgers gonna win hundred games if they play bad. The question is, can San Diego hang around long enough? Because if they went tonight, they've locked up a sweep. So worst-case scenario, they leave their five games out. And in best-case scenarios, they start picking games off, and it becomes a different conversation because they're good. They're not Dodger good, but they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it goes uh, the rest of the way tonight. We'll keep you up to speed on that. It's time. It's is it is that time again. Let's Another do it. Another version of Astley. That's coming you know, next Sleeve. By Traps the way, just try
1: before, before we go to break down, people right now are driving around and they're saying to themselves – this is the best pre-show, right? They're going to go pre-party tonight. They're going yes. somewhere, right? Maybe they're going to a club like Curtis. Curtis is a perfect example. Curtis, right after this, he goes straight to Hollywood. You know Curtis. I would Curtis.
0: Curtis strikes me as the guy that spent a lot of time yeah, in Yeah, he just
1: goes straight to Hollywood. Do you know how many clubs will be replaying this on the ESPN app and on iTunes <laughs> tonight, Travis and Sleever? It's That's amazing. That's why they don't
2: let me into them. It's amazing. It's
1: amazing the <laughs> Friday, Friday night Hollywood.
0: We are going to do Ask Slee, and we are your local club jam of the night as well. (laughs) Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: All right, that music always gets me ready. It is time for Ask Slee. Like Chris just said, we're going to jump right into it, Slee. We're going to start with our pal Ryan, hashtag Ask Slee. Slee?
1: By the way, we appreciate everybody sending uh, sending in these tweets here.
0: Absolutely. Slee, can we get your top three LA slash Orange County grocery store rankings?
1: Top three grocery store rankings. Okay, first okay. All right. Um, hands down, my favorite grocery store, uh, Sprouts. I'm a Sprouts guy. Trav sprouts all day long. Walk in, I feel like I'm walking into an amusement park. I'm going down <laughs> all the aisles. I don't even I don't even need toothpaste and soap, but I'm like, let me go down that aisle too. <laughs> <laughs> wrap around, go just down. See if
0: anything catches your eye. Whatever you, might, get, you, you might find that we fancy got a cell soap going you've
1: been on in deodorant right now. We got a cell. It's a two for six bucks. Let's get in here uh, and then go down some of these. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, Sprouts is just fantastic. Um, I think also too when you don't have like a big family, you're not going buying all this different stuff, so it accommodates to that. Good fresh quality stuff. Sprouts is number one. Okay, not bad. The second one, second one kind of steps up to a different level here. Whole Foods, you don't go to for groceries per se. Like you're not going in there saying, "Let me stock up for the next three weeks." But Whole Foods had a time where the hot bar,
0: yeah. going in and
1: getting some food. Yeah,
0: no, that's not that's not a bad idea at all.
1: Now those days uh, are long gone. Everything in the hot bar. Those those days are long gone, Trav. Yeah, that that's actually that's a very yeah that's a good pizza, point right there. Little sandwich, a little and you Chinese go any time food, of the day. Go to go in go beer. in the.
0: There's it's lots going on there. Trav,
1: go in the morning. Go in the morning. They got a whole breakfast set up. By the way, we have one. There's one here in uh, in downtown, right? Downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, right around the corner. There was a time we used to always go on the other side of the building. Uh, it'd be a few of us, three, four of us You know, would go, go get some food. Go to the hot bar and you're grabbing whatever it is that you're grabbing, but every item you could think of was there for you. So I'll have on my plate. I don't know how I ended up with... Ribs and a uh, sushi. A, a, <laughs> I got ribs, orange chicken, and uh, and meatballs sitting on my freaking plate. But uh, but Whole Foods is on that list. Yeah. Third one. W- will Costco count? Sure. Yeah, Costco would be number three then.
0: All right, not a bad way. See, I'm a, I'm more of a traditionalist. I'm more I I'm a Albertsons guy. Number one. Okay. Um, just because it's up the corner, it's up the street from me. They always have everything I okay, need. Okay, is it's it because two.
1: of the convenience, yep. or is that New York? It's because your... of the
0: convenience, and they never don't have what I need. Okay, that so it's it's a two for two. Then Whole Foods, and then Avon's Pavilions. Avon's Pavilions is don't sleep on that too, because again, pre pandemic, you could go and kind of graze your way through there. There's all little samples. I like that. I Vons, like any place that has Vons some samples. Pavilion. On.
1: There's one. Uh, there's one not too far from me. That- it's not. It's not the best one out there. Let's Fernando, just say they got to take that one down and like start over.
0: Fernando Tatis Jr. just hit a home run. Two to one Padres hmm. in the top of the third inning. All right, let's go to the next one. Guy or gal who leaves their grocery cart? A lot of grocery questions tonight. Yeah. Yeah. By guy the way, I was gal, at Costco today. Guy or gal who leaves their grocery cart randomly in the lot? Hmm. Monster or sociopath? Hashtag Ask sleep. Monster. <laughs> yeah.
1: Monster. By the way, has this ever happened to you? And this happens at Costco. I swear I thought about it today. I'm not a big, I don't want to go like, if I can leave my cart to the side for a quick second out of everybody's way, go Mm -hmm. get what I was about to get and then bring it back.
0: I support that completely.
1: Empty cart. Costco is a different world. You leave Uh, your cart unattended. Gone. Gone. For 30 seconds. Gone. Gone. It is not only gone, there's no way. I mean, you can't even like look to see
0: I think the who the culprit is. I think the floor opens up and it just <laughs> swallows it right there on the spot. You're you're absolutely right.
1: I went I went towards the dairy area or whatever the case is, right? The moment I stepped in the dairy, I, just, I looked back and I'm I'm looking and I'm like, okay, I got to get back to my cart because if I don't get there, there is something <laughs> at Costco where that cart is like the most, uh eh, there's a lot going on there. Let's you put bring up
0: way. the dairy co- case there. Um, I have a confession to make. Okay. In the summer, I'll just go into Costco every once in a while to go hang out in that giant refrigerator every once in a while. It's so it's like 40 degrees in there. It's 150 outside. And you just kind ah. Then you can walk over. You get a little piece of baguette. You get a little piece of ham. You get a little piece of cheese. Maybe they got the meatballs going that day. Maybe the sausage lady is out there. Have a little snack. Then you walk back into the cooler. It's just so refreshing.
1: Curtis, this doesn't surprise me. Like some people <laughs> would be like, what? What is he talking about? I could actually see, you know how they sell those, is it the Tommy Bahama chairs that they uh-huh. sell at Costco? Mm-hmm. I could see Trav getting one of those Going to the the, the cooler, go,
0: go hang out by the eggs.
1: Setting up shop <laughs> by the almond milk, and just say this is where I'm at tonight.
0: Why not? By the way, the answer to the question, um, monster or sociopath? Can I? I don't want anybody's car to get dinged, but I do like it when there's a spare cart line around because I like to try to throw it into that little corral mm-hmm. from a distance. Just, mm-hmm. It's like making a long putt. There's you got to theory- shove that thing and see if you can roll that thing in there.
2: Have you ever heard of the shopping cart theory? It's a thing. What's that? Uh, basically, what what separates a normal law abiding individual and a sociopath is whether they leave their cart next to their where they parked, or if you take it. <laughs> they back always to the
1: put curl. it. They always put it up on the curb, like that's yeah, one, and, the
0: two wheels in, like they're doing you a favor. Like, yeah, like, no, like they're be
1: being bothered. nice. Like they're being like this is a very considerate thing. It's like I'm not going to go take it over there, but I am going to. Jack the two front tires up and get it on a curb, and th- that, in their mind, thinks they're a good citizen.
0: <laughs> All right. Hey, tra- go. I,
1: I got to understand something.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: What's going on with this tamale talk? Am I Fill me in here. I, there's a lot of tweets yeah. being thrown around right now on a small website, twitter.com. I don't know if you've heard of it, Curtis. <laughs> uh, what's going on with, with the tamales here?
0: So it's, it's, it's simple. Um, our, our mutual friend, George uh, Briones and I have been over this, Jorge Brionis. Okay. Um, I am My favorite cuisine Is Mexican food. It's my all-time favorite thing. I can Mm -hmm. eat it just about every single day. I I I love it, and there are very very few things about it that I don't like. That being said, I think tamales are the most overrated thing in the world. And before people in their cars, and let me finish. Before people saying they're outraged by, oh no, you've never had my what just happened? What
1: just happened is they just turned it off. They just they left the station. They left the station right now.
0: My aunts. You've never had my moms. Yeah, I have. Okay, I've I've lived. In this city, for I'm 49 years old. I've lived here for about 41 of my 49 years. Okay, mm-hmm. do you the not rest of your years I you were in
1: Guadalajara,
0: whose mothers and aunts and grandmothers and sisters make tamales, trying to convince me that no, no, these are the good ones, and I always lie and say, oh, you're right, these are really good. I don't need a giant ball of masa with this little thin strip of meat in the middle, and don't, oh no, we put a lot of filling in ours. No, you don't. No, you don't. Trav. I don't like tamales.
1: Trav, tamales are fantastic. No.
0: They're bland. Pork tamales. The masa is bland, the filling is never enough, they're not good.
1: Chicken I'm, tamales are good. By the way, you know what your problem is? You are probably not putting... do you throw some pico de gallo on there? You throw some guacamole. You could do that to kind of spruce it up a little but bit. You can
0: put that on anything. Why would I start with an inferior platform? Uh Curtis. When you can start with a taco Curtis, or, turn his mic off. or a torta or Curtis,
1: Curtis all turn his mic off. That's it. it shows over.
0: I can hear my grandma screaming all the way from Mexico right it, now. It, it, Curtis. It shows your grandmother over. is probably a lovely woman. she just and got I'm canceled. Sure she's a, del- a, a a wonderful cook. I don't want to try our tamales. Sorry. Lo siento.
1: I have.
2: No, you're right though. No it's comment. it's you know, it's one of I think it's more people associate that with a nostalgia more than anything, so it's one of those. No, tamales are solid. Tamales are solid around There's the holidays. Around is,
1: see, around you know the holidays, I, everywhere you go, they'll have uh, you know certain places that are make. Right. Toma- no, tamales are fantastic. You,
0: you know how I know I'm right because this is the first thing you've ever been passionate about, and all of your food takes are always wrong. Listen so to now, me. I know. Listen that I'm to 100% me, hundred percent spot on.
1: You like bacon more than tamales? I'll take yes. a tamale over bacon any day of the week.
0: No, nope. even Jorge has told me, eh, yeah, you're kind
2: of right. And I wake Curtis up in the morning. I like chile de lleno more. I like. Yes, you know, cocktails more,
1: but like, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't. Stuff. It doesn't mean that you can't like other stuff more. But to say that you don't like tamales means it's, you're you don't like tamales.
0: It's the only thing that if you said to me, "Hey, I got a bunch of tamales. You want some? No, thanks. I'm good." No, no you still have. It. I, I, don't I don't believe entirely... that. By the way, Trav, I don't I, believe
1: that. I think nope. you'd still. I think I've you'd still have a couple. A lot of people. I think you would be eating a tamale, talking about how you don't like tamales, but you'd still <laughs> eat the tamale. <laughs> I,
0: I probably would take them because I'm a pretty polite guy, but no. Nah not going to happen all right we're going to talk a little more laker basketball coming up next we're going to talk to kurt helen we're going to get his thoughts on what anthony davis looked like in that first game and whether or not it's important that they stay out of that play in tournament that's coming up next travis and slee 710 espn